Hi, I'm James Valentine. Welcome to Headroom. Which do you believe? That people are good or people are evil? Or that we contain both good and evil and it's the circumstances of life that determine how we go at any point in that life? Well, consider these next tales drawn from my daily radio broadcast. I have a husband that feels the free equals when we're at, like, when he's at a cafe or at a, any opportunity where he's having a coffee somewhere, he'll just take a handful and he'll, he'll think that's okay. Handful being a dozen, being... As much as his hand can grasp. As much as he can grasp. So a handful, six in his pocket, brings them home. Yes, and we've got so many now, we we probably can't even use them all. How does he justify what is basically theft, Anne? Yes, what is theft? He hasn't got an exact justification, really. He just thinks it's not stealing because they're free. He thinks it's not stealing because they're free. They're not free, are they? You've paid for your coffee and included in the price is the possibility that you might add a spoonful of sugar or a sachet of equal to your beverage. Some particularly sweet tooth drinkers might heap three or four in, but that's what's budgeted for, not I'll put one in my drink and 20 in my pocket. What I found particularly intriguing about this example was that the equal thief runs a small business. A cafe is a small business, so I would have thought that someone who runs a small business would appreciate the costs of running a small business, which would include purchasing sachets of sugar that you would rather patrons didn't snaffle for their own later use. So I decided we should talk more about this. What do you think is not stealing, I asked. What do you help yourself to, feeling as though there's nothing wrong in what you're doing? I didn't have to go far. The producer of this program admitted to regular heists in the fruit department. Jen Fleming, well, she surprised me, I must admit. (laughs) Uh... Can I just preface this by saying that I'm normally a super law abider. You are. That's why I was so surprised. I'm to the letter. I don't break the rules. If I'm getting sushi, I just take one little soy sauce. Yep. And one wasabi. I don't mm. have, grab a whole handful. Right. Maybe I, one ginger. I would imagine you're the sort of person, you go through a red light and you ring up the, the traffic <laughs> people. I'm really sorry. That's Super law abider yeah, yeah. hotline. That's, that's you. me. That's yes. you. Yeah. So, but I, I did confess this to you. But when you're in the fruit department. <laughs> well, I just I, I confessed this to you yesterday and then later I, I know where you're going to head with this, that I'm going to lose my super law abider status. <laughs> if I go to the fruit store and I'm feeling a bit lacklustre, like if my blood sugar's a little low, I might just help myself to a date. Just one. And it's just to get me through the shop. Right. So oh, it's I in see. their so interest. It, it's an aid de shop. Yeah. An aid de consume. Exactly. Consume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And look, I know, I, I think it's wrong, but it's helpful. I mean, the kids get some, a banana. Why shouldn't I get a little date? Because it doesn't say help yourself to dates <laughs> if you're feeling a bit down. It says so much a kilo, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't take the grape. Okay. I don't take anything else. It's just the date. How much I don't a, take the nuts. How much are dates? I don't buy dates. How much are dates? Um, good question. Like 12, These are the quality ones. $12 a kilo? Yeah, probably. That's probably more. Probably more. $20 a kilo. So, and I, I see dates as quite big, so they might be 10 in a kilo, 20 in a kilo. Mm. So you're taking about a dollar's worth. <gasps> See, it's getting worse. <laughs> but you see it that if you take the date, 
um, then it'll help that you will shop help more. Me shop. Yes, so I will potentially buy more. you'll go, okay, let's let's yeah. let's go down the frozen aisle and I'm gonna get some stuff there. <laughs> I will buy yeah. more. If I didn't have the date, I would buy less. That's so they'd right. get more money I'm, out of I'm me. I'm fading. Listen to my rationalization. Can't shop, can't <laughs> shop, must go. Get me a date. Um, but okay. um you're right. Your reaction to me telling you that yesterday said it all. I was surprised. She is a super law abider. And this, I think, is the only example since she took two biscuits instead of one at a six-year-old's birthday party that she's done anything wrong. Okay, I should confess. I was interested in this because I did get into trouble earlier when, on air, I said that I can get back to the car and discover a can of tuna, perhaps a knob of garlic that hasn't gone through the checkout. I don't take it back. In these days of self-checkout, I find I do occasionally miss something. Well, people rang, said I was a robber, claimed that in similar instance they had returned to the store, paid for the item. I saw the error of my ways and have since reformed. But it did mean I was intrigued to revisit the issue, to see what people were up to. One person immediately confessed to stealing sugars from the cafe, but it was so they had some sugars at home should sugar drinkers turn up. And many felt it was okay to stock the guest bathroom with hotel shampoo and conditioner. They'd paid for the room, they could take the staff, I guess. This guy, Nick's Olives. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a tension within our family, James. To self-serve olives at the supermarket is, is the major issue in our family. Mm-hmm. I don't believe, because there are no instructions that say you have to put the lid on, I believe that it's fair game. As long as I don't fall off the, off the, out of the container, that, that should be okay. Oh, you but mean so you've got you you you've you filled up a, a lid on. so you filled up a little uh, a tub, you've yep. got the lid for when you go through checkout, but you leave them open and eat a few as you're wandering around. Well, no, I don't eat them. No, I just pile it up as as much as I can. But I, I think that's you know, it. Doesn't say to have has to have a lid on. It just says put them in a container and you scan the container and off you go. My wife accuses me of theft. I'm most. Oh, I see. You're overloading. So you mean you you you. So the olive when you buy olives like that, it might be five dollars for the small container, and you yeah, it, you it doesn't specify that you have to have a lid on it, James. That's the issue. That's the, the biggest contention within our family. How do you put the put it in the car then? Well, you just put it in a plastic bag. So then you put that in a plastic bag, and you've got loose olives wandering around the plastic bag. Uh, yeah, but look, it's uh, I'm a stickler for the letter of the law. I, I, if they said put a lid on, I'd put a lid on. I think the lid is implied, the lid is there, the message is, put it on. There's no sign saying, please don't pick up the deodorant and use a bit of it either, but I think we know not to. Now, this Steve is like Jen, super law-abider. He feels guilty about this. All right, this is slightly different, but I still feel it needs to be clarified by our peers. Um, So a a part of a business uh, was shutting down and all of the stationery for that whole part of the business, they, the contractor put it into a disposable, into a bin, was going to go in the rubbish. Yep. So this is like big business. They don't need it. They don't want it. They're going to chuck it. But it's like valuable stationery. We're talking like a, like a large garbage bag full, you know? Yeah. And so multiple people, myself included, grabbed some of the stationery. Yeah. So the question is whether or not that is... I don't think it's theft, but uh, it was in the bin. But well, I think once it's hit the bin, it's not theft. Yeah, I agree. But it's always created on me a bit. Has it? You've always felt, did I do the wrong thing? 
Yeah, or should, should permission be sought in that sort of situation? No, it, it was in the bin. Uh, it was otherwise going to landfill or recycling. Um, so it, it, you, you've, you've helped it stay out of there for a while. You've given it further use. I think, I think you've been an environmental warrior, Steve. <laughs> you can't steal rubbish. Look, Steve's conscience was pricked by that, whereas others think, oh, well, no-one said I couldn't do it. Some people were keen to unburden themselves. I'm a kleptomaniac, James. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm glad you've given me this chance to uh, get it off my chest, I'll tell you. Yeah, that's good. I go to a certain garage that um, sells very cheap coffee, and next to the very cheap coffee, there are a certain band of donuts. Mm. I've been known to have a sneaky look around and see if the cashier is busy. <laughs> Stuff a whole donut in my mouth while I'm waiting for my coffee to be made. So... You stick the whole thing in your mouth so that... A whole you, lot, James, in one hit. You've jammed... That way, that way it's gone instantly and nobody knows. You've jammed the whole thing in there so no one can talk to you for at least the next two minutes while I... I haven't had my coffee yet, James. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, that's true. But I would have thought that's also a denial of full pleasure because your donut without the coffee, like a bite of the donut, a drink of the coffee, is a delightful mix. <laughs> You've got a good point there. You know. Um, but the you put the whole lot in your mouth. See, what's interesting is you're a bit like the olive thief. The olive <laughs> thief knows he's stealing because he says, I think it's okay. No one said you can't do it. And you just said, I give a sneaky look around and then if I stick the whole thing in my mouth, no one's going to catch me. You know you're doing wrong, don't you? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I, also, I also fill my pockets up with napkins for the car. Really? Oh, well, that's their coffee. It's their coffee I'm going to be filling in the car, James. They need to be able to pay to clean it up. You know, you know what I mean? Well, this, is in, this then is in the sachet area, isn't it? The, the sugar yeah, sachet. If you, like, I think with your coffee you're entitled to one, possibly two napkins. You're saying you take a dozen. Oh, yeah, yeah, at least. Easy, because you want them in the car. Rather than buying a packet of, you know, of napkins or tissues, well, you just... Well, them when, they're, when they're there for free use, James. But the, 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 isn't the, the implied free use two, not 12? Oh. Oh, oh he scoffed. <laughs> what, how many would feel like too many? Um, well, a, a pocket overflowing would be too many. A pocket overflowing is too yeah, many. A pocket is fine. Overflowing, not not a good look. So you're you think things that by laying out napkins in a in a in a in a in a in a Seven Eleven like that uh, in the service station like no, no names no names <laughs> in a servo like that. On the ABC, remember? It's implied that you can take say twenty. Correct. He swipes the napkins to distract attention from the donut in his mouth. When is it stealing? And when is it a souvenir? Well. This is a few years ago. We were at the Vatican and we went to the cafe there and um, my husband decided that he would take enough napkins for his colleagues in his Catholic school to give to them when he came back. Do they have the Holy Seal on them as such or something? Well, they did have a Vatican, yes, it did say the Vatican on it. And so he, but he didn't just take them himself. He got our son, who was then about 11, to go and take some as well. Wow. And then he took them back and told them that he brought something specially blessed from the Vatican for them all and gave them each a serviette. Wow. So he lied about the provenance as such. Well, 
Well. In that he sort of said to his friends, here's a special gift that I got for you, not here's something I nicked from the Vatican Cafe for you. Uh, no, but I think they knew what he'd done. And then he's nicked, but he's stolen them from the Vatican Cafe. Was he sneaky in his in his stealing or open in his in his theft? Well, he went and took a whole lot himself, quite openly. Mm. But then said to our son, "I think you should go and get some. I don't know if I've got enough for everybody <laughs> at the school." Right. And it, how many? Are these are paper or, or cloth. Paper. 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 Okay. And so he's taken what twenty, thirty? Oh yes, about that. Twenty or thirty serviettes yes. with the Vatican. Imprimata, the Vatican trademark on it. Well, there would be an argument here that would say, I bet you the Vatican knows that everybody's going to nick a lot of serviettes. Maybe. Um, There might be another argument that says, that Vatican's got plenty of money, I think I'll have a couple of serviettes. Also, I agree. So I can sort of, I feel as though... I feel as though I'm stealing there from a business that's that's done pretty well for itself in the last two millennia. Uh, Yes. So... Who knows? Now, I might argue the same thing for a large supermarket, a Coles or a Woolworths, but on the other hand, they're an, they're an ongoing business where people are paying money and people are being paid, and so uh, I feel like you're, thie- you're, you're thieving from an actual business there. Well, all I know is that happened... It was a good few years ago, probably now, 30 years ago, mm. but um, yeah, one, it's one of those stories that's gone down a bit in the annals of the family. Mm. Did he confess? What, did he take? Them. No, he just said that he brought them back. No, I mean, did he go to confession and say, Father, oh, I have no, sinned, no, I stole? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought that would be one of the top of the list. I've had, I've had carnal thoughts, I, I've had unclean ideas, and I stole the serviette from the Vatican. I don't know. <laughs> no, he didn't confess. What part of thou shalt not steal did that man not understand? A text correspondent told us that the most stolen item for the Kurong Christian bookstore is the What Would Jesus Do bracelet. Well, he probably wouldn't steal from the Kurong Christian bookstore. And then this is just stealing. I actually went to the big green uh, hardware store and um, I bought myself a, uh, a barbecue, an outdoor setting and some lovely bits and pieces and... Uh, I didn't have a vehicle to bring it all home with, so I priced how much it would cost to get it delivered, and it was about $120 to get it delivered. Mm. Um, I called my father, who had a, a van, and he was actually in the same suburb. So I cancelled the delivery and loaded all the goodies in my father's uh, van and, and got it home. And and then I got home from work. That was on a Sunday. I got home from work on the Monday, and the whole order was sat on the front veranda again. Um and I left it there for a couple of weeks and then sold it on eBay. <laughs> well, that is... So that is thieving. So the delivery didn't get cancelled. You then kept it. And it large item? Well, a large enough item that you couldn't just put it in the, and carry it out of the store, right? Yeah, it was too big to carry back. It was it was a barbecue. It was an outdoor table setting. It was, um, yeah, lots of, lots of little lovely... Wow. Pieces. Well, that, that is pretty much thieving there, uh, Gavin. How, how, how have you justified that to yourself? Um, well, actually, I did swap out the barbecue because the barbecue they sent was actually the, the better version of the one I bought. Um, so I... Uh, and I have to admit, the, the, the meat tasted better. Right. Um, okay, so you got more than you paid for to start with, kept yeah. that one, sold the other one you'd used for a fortnight and the garden setting and all, all the rest of it, how do you how do you sleep at night? 
soundly. Like soundly. It's like, like a Barbie. Like a Barbie with the lid down. Um, what makes you think that's okay? Uh, look, I, I watched the share price for a while for, for that big green shed and it, they seem to be doing okay. <laughs> so. Does that justify it? They're making a lot of money so I won't return their mistaken delivery. It's done to make my can of tuna look very modest. Okay, here's another technique that is apparently quite common. Someone said they don't take the whole bunch of spring onions, they just put three shoots in the bottom of the trolley, like they'd fallen out from someone's previous bunch. They don't need the whole bunch, they just need three, and they believe that stealing three is less wasteful than buying the bunch and throwing most of it away. Ditto, sticks of celery came in almost immediately on the tech service. This one is complicated. This guy is stealing from one business to supply his own. Um, well, I eat out often in the city. Uh, I work as a shuriker. Um, whenever I go and eat out, I um, take an extra set of chopsticks to plug up um, holes uh, in women's uh, heels to use as a nail, uh, to actually nail them. So, so you can, the chopstick, so explain to me exactly how the chopstick repairs the heel. Okay, so usually women's heels um, that we need to glue on the heels for, they have these little holes, um, and if we nail without anything being there, it just doesn't stay on. And so the chopstick is like the perfect size, like you can cut a little bit off of that, insert it in... We have to sand it back a little bit, but um, it usually works. We just chuck it in there, cut it off, and nail onto it. And in it goes. And is, is the wood strong enough to hold the heel? Yes, it is, uh, with glue as well, though. With glue as well. Yeah, yeah. And so you're basically stealing from another business to support your business. <laughs> yeah, in a way. <laughs> hey, at least I buy um, from the restaurant often. You're buying from the restaurant. What What would you understand? You're buying from the restaurant, you've bought your stir-fried beef. Uh, what do you understand is is acceptable in terms of the number of chopsticks you're meant to take? Uh, I, I usually just get an extra one. I never get that many but do you think that do you think that the the stir fried beef comes with the implied addition of perhaps a spare pair of chopsticks? Well, uh, <laughs> I would say yes. You uh, say I have yes. A friend that I normally share with. That's why. Ah, okay. So it's as if you had a friend that you were sharing with, but so happens they didn't turn up, so you ended up just happening to take the. Are there particular chopsticks you prefer? You go. I'm going to this place because they've got the good wood. <laughs> Yeah, there are different um, width sizes, that's why. Yeah, so you get a whole collection. Otherwise, I assume you're going to the timber yard and trying to get very thin pieces of dowel or something. Is that it? Uh, I never needed to because I usually eat out a lot. Right, right. Chung, very, very interesting. Um, you seem to have... You seem to, you, I don't get a feeling you've got any guilt about this whatsoever. Well, I, I actually spend a lot of money at these restaurants, so... <laughs> Maybe. Age is no limit. Alison is describing her mother. She's very much of sound mind, right? Mm. She's 98. And every time they have a meal, on the bowl in the middle of the table is a whole bowl of, like, those little single-serve jams, honeys, Vegemite, tartar sauce, tomato sauce, barbecue sauce, sweet and sour sauce, <laughs> French dressing, Italian dressing. And after every meal, she discreetly scoops them up and puts them into a handbag. And then she keeps our family and friends supplied with all those things. I never have to buy sauce or jam or anything. How are you justifying this, Alison? 
Well, I'm not taking them, but <laughs> my mum's taking them. Your mum's taking them, but they're still being there. Would you, I would assume that they're in the middle of the table to be used. If yes. they're not used, they'll go back into the into the cupboard to be brought out at the next meal. I don't know what happens to them, but my mum thinks she's using them because she's giving them to her family. She's receiving stolen goods. So you see what all this illustrates. Otherwise, super law abiders, good people, people who would never jemmy open a door, crack a safe or pick a lock, justify pilfering when it suits them at a widespread level. We're all good until we can get away with it. This is Headroom. It's been made by me, uh, Jennifer Fleming, the radio producer that you heard earlier, the listeners to ABC Radio Sydney and Matt Hiley. Yeah, without Matt, I'd have to do it and it'd be worse. <laughs>